Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. From the WEEI Studios, the home of the Red Sox, 93.7, WEEI-FM, and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. I think some of the rumbling that always come out, we always talk about this. Sources say Mac Jones rubbing people the wrong way. Who? Did he rub somebody the wrong way in a meeting? Probably before. Have people left meetings and said, man, Dev's an a-hole today. Yeah, Yeah, because... I love about Mac is Mac came into a leadership role as a quarterback, and he speaks to what he thinks. He speaks about, hey, man, I don't like this play. I want to do this play. Same thing, you know, when I was in there, when I'm in there and I'm like, I don't like this play. Because we're the guys out there, and I think what people don't always understand in our locker room, Bill pushes that. Mm. If you don't Wants like it. something, we're in the captain's meeting every week. If you don't like something, tell us, we'll throw it out. Because what's the point of players going out there and saying, as soon as that call comes in, Mac wears the green dot, I wear it on defense. Who I hate when a call comes in, I'm like, hey, fellas, I know we hate this call, <laughs> but the call is X, Y, and Z. Like, no one wants to be out there with that. So I think Mac has all the intangibles and the things that you want in a quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's only in his second year, going his third year, third offensive coordinator. Hopefully, you know, Billy O's there for a while, and I think you'll see the true growth. Devin McCourty on Monday. Good morning, football. On Mac Jones. He's been quiet since, huh? McCourty? Yeah, he was on all week. I thought maybe we get one more spicy little... Wait, he's been on every morning Keep all it? week? I think so. Oh, I didn't know that. Wasn't that his plan? Didn't he say that? Well, I just... I don't know. I just That he was going to go on with Jason all week? I'll be honest, I don't watch that show. I don't either. Maybe uh, I'm wrong. He was definitely on the next day. Oh, I did. I Monday didn't, and Tuesday. I didn't even know that. So, yeah, good point. Maybe he got... Again, he's coming back. I fully believe he's coming back. So he, I'm sure he got a zap from afar. You know, Bill Belichick or Patricia or whoever, because Patricia's still here, zapped him. I don't think Patricia's yeah, zapped Four him. hours ago, DMAC tweets, yeah, just finished. Good morning, football. Had I a great time. I told he was on all week. I, legit, I just thought he was on on Monday. I didn't know that. It's hour number three. Jones and Mego with Arcan. We're here till six with all your phone calls. 617-779-7937. Whether or not Mac Jones was rubbing people the wrong way. That's coupled with the Jeff Howe story today at The Athletic, which Mego sent along this morning, and I find very interesting. Once again, doing the legwork of the show. Uh, I mean, again, I, I'm not paying for that subscription anytime soon. So if you, if you see that, let me know. Sorry, doing the reading for the show. Yes. Class, yes. did we do the reading? No, exactly. Did I, we do the reading I, class? I, I do some reading. You do other reading. We pull it all together, and, you know, we've, we've read everything. As for Jones, meaning Mac, there's a level of disconnectedness that must be resolved. Again, this is Jeff Howe at The Athletic. Belichick instructed the coaching staff not to be too hard on Jones last year, 
according to sources. And this piggybacks on Henry McKenna earlier in the week, which we talked about on Monday or Tuesday, whenever it came out. If Jones made a mistake or needed to be corrected, instead of yelling at him, the staff generally took a more conservative approach. It's okay, Mac. No, 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 constructive. I'm sorry, constructive, rather, not conservative. Constructive approach. It's okay, Mac. Don't worry that you threw four picks. Maybe try this next time. Uh, that's atypical, the Hal writes. Belichick used to loudly chew out Tom Brady in an attempt to set the tone for the rest of the team. This is also something we talked about earlier in the week. Like, how come Bill would yell at Brady? I can't stand it. Run it again. And not at Mac. You're going to change your ways for this kid. When Brady was begging for you to ease up, the team rationale, Belichick believed, was that if the rest of the players knew Brady was in the coaching crosshairs, no one was untouchable. That ran counter to his approach with Jones, which I interpret as, again, another point for Team Brady over Belichick. Brady allowed Bill to coach everybody else hard. And Mac Jones doesn't. Probably most quarterbacks don't. That was a special thing about Brady. Not anything genius that Bill thought of. Still, Jones notes, uh, or noted rather, during a news conference last year that he wanted to be coached harder. Yeah, coach me harder and yeah, stuff. I just, I don't necessarily buy that. He said it, but I don't necessarily buy it. He doubled down on it to us. I don't know that he meant it. Uh, he also dealt with demanding coaching at Alabama with Nick Saban, with whom he often talked trash during practice, and his high school coach, Corky Rogers, who again noted hard ass Corky Rogers. Okay, last time you said this, the text line blew up. Apparently, Corky Rogers is iconic in Jacksonville. So? For his hard assery. So? Uh, rumor has it that things started to go south between Mac and Joe Judge when he told him, you know, you're no Corky Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Joe. It's just like, again, so some hardo high school coach now is an example of being coached hard. It's a high school coach. There were considered positive traits, or these were considered positive traits, before he was drafted. Now, Mego, you and I have disagreed many times on Mac Jones, right? Mm -hmm. I don't even need to see him again this year for the Patriots. I'd be looking to upgrade that position if I were the Patriots. You want to give him another chance? You think they're making the right approach with changing the coaching and maybe some pieces around him? Okay, so we're well-versed on that, well-worn on that. How do you feel as a Mac Jones supporter when you read stuff like this? When the, I read the this? Henry, the Henry McKenna report, this report, how do you feel about Mac? Um, I feel like... Mac was, it just further confirms that Mac was really mishandled last year. See, I, he was mishandled. Like they gave, they set up poor coaching around him. I just, I can't, so, you don't, okay, think, you don't me, think any of this is on Mac? Let, let me go back to the start here. So how writes here, his history of being coached hard by, at least by Saban. Look, uh -huh. we can't really say, we don't know Corky Rogers from any other high school I don't, coach. I okay? don't care how hard on your high school coach right, coached Right, right. We agree on that. Uh, how writes, these were considered positive traits before he was drafted. So the book on him that Belichick's buddy Saban had was, yeah, you can you can talk crap to this kid. Yep. He'll give it back to you, and it's fine. Like, he takes criticism fine. And apparently, with Josh McDaniels on his shoulder all through his rookie season, it was all right. Well, but again, Henry but the, McKenna said there was one instance, but not all through his rookie season, where something caused him to struggle. Yeah, there's that, and remember, Jeff doesn't write anything about that in here, which no. I'm curious about because that I told you when we talked about this the other day, that was that's what really piqued my curiosity. Yeah, what was this one moment in 2021 where something happened with hard coaching? And then he struggled. If I had to guess, they only let him throw three times against Buffalo. And he complained about it, and they told him to pipe down, and he went into the tank. He went into the toilet after that. Like, Mac Jones did not play well his entire rookie year. That is just not accurate. He didn't. He played well up until that Buffalo game and then fell off a cliff 
and maybe some of the hard coaching there finally got to him. They thought they learned their lesson. They went easy on him last year, and that wasn't good enough for him either. Arkan, how do you feel about Mac when you read these stories? Like, it's not a good look for him. It's not a good look for the coaching staff either. I said earlier this week. It's not a good look for any athlete when they when someone comes out and says the coaches had to stop yelling at him. Yeah, or right. Her. Okay, good. Completely. Right. Good. I agree with that. How about, how about you? I don't think it's good either, but in Mac's defense, his rookie year, I felt like the team babied him. And not just, you know, not yelling at him or whatever. Maybe they yelled at him. It seems like they did a little bit. But you remember this, Jones. We talked about this almost after every single game. They wouldn't allow him to take the ball and go down the field. They would punt. They would kick. They would do whatever. They they yeah. took the ball out of his hands so many times they'd that hand rookie off, year. They'd hand off on third and five. Yes. They, yeah. would, they wouldn't go for it on fourth down, notoriously against Tampa and Dallas in his rookie year. So maybe they were chewing the, him out. the Indy game as well. Yeah, and maybe they were. Maybe, you know. Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick were really letting them have it after some of those games. Maybe they weren't. I don't know exactly, but I do know the way they treated him and the way they sort of uh, treated him with kid gloves during that season. So if you bring in a couple of guys who maybe aren't as up to speed on these things as the guy you had there the last year, and you say, hey, you know, the last guy was really kind of tough on him. Maybe you ease back a little bit. I kind of get that. I also think that Mac Jones has shown that there's a propensity of him to get, you know, whether it's I want to be coached harder or you're yelling at me too much, there is a little bit of a, well, when are you ever going to be happy? You know, like with Mac, like are you ever going to be satisfied? Is this ever going to work for you? This is how I feel. And and I don't think Bill's independent from this story I said earlier in the week. I think it's a Bill Belichick story above all else. Why is Bill changing his ways? Uh, why, why can't you coach this kid as hard as you coach Tom Brady? I mean, you were coaching Tom Brady hard after he won six Super Bowls. But how come this kid can't handle it? You know what? What? I just, a, a light bulb just went off in my head. What? I just have just realized what this is. What? This is more JJ crap. What do you mean? This is more Joe Judge putting it out there. I think this is, see, I disagree I think that with this. this is, I, I totally think this is Mac Jones' people softening no, the blow. I think that this, because I'm rereading this. All right, but I'll tell you right now. Belichick instructed coaching staff not to be too hard on Jones last season, according to some sources. Jones made a mistake or needed to be corrected. Instead of yelling at him, the coaching staff generally took a more constructive approach. To me, this reads, and this is total speculation, as more covering your rear end because you had a bad coaching performance last year. And who is in charge of Mac? Joe Judge. Yeah. I mean, Bill. So I think that's him saying, I couldn't really coach him the way that I wanted to because Bill came in and said, you got to have kid gloves with Mac. Okay, Joe? I still feel like, uh, again, this disconnectedness and this back and forth, I feel like this is more examples of it. I feel like, so I disagree with you on this. I don't think this is coming from Joe Judge or the coaching staff. I think this is coming from Mac's side. And... I think this is an example of why they still don't trust one another. And look, they're going to need to trust one another at some point. If they don't, it will be moving on from Mac. And another piece to this story, and this 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 actually might be from the coaching staff, right? Because it's not like Mac Jones's people are going to say this. The 2021 first-round pick, Mac Jones, is expected to be the team's starter next season with multiple people involved in the situation who are not authorized to speak publicly, calling it Jones's job to lose. But backup Bailey Zappi will at least have a chance to push Mac Jones. I think the reason Bailey Zappi is in the picture, uh, look, Mac Jones maybe shouldn't have been a first-round pick based on his athleticism and his arm and everything else. He got bumped up the board in his draft year. But he's a better prospect than Bailey Zappi for sure. I think there's more natural ability with Mac Jones than there is with Bailey Zappi. But it's not a big gap. And if one guy is easy to coach and one guy goes with the program and there's not a big gap, I understand why Bailey Zappi still has a shot at this job. I, I totally understand that. If Mac's going to be a pain in the ass, 
I, I can see them moving on. They've moved on from other players for less. I think like, or, that, or, or, or less prominent positions, I should say. Yeah, that calculation to me is less about Mac being a pain in the ass and more about, okay, if Mac is not going to produce at a level that is so much higher than Bailey Zappi, then why are we going to play him and give to give the contract in May? You know, why are we going to give him this big Daniel Jones contract now or, you know, franchise tag him or anything like that and handle that when we have a quarterback who's in similar play? But I think that's what is on the line this season, even starting in training camp. Look, if Bailey Zappi has the ability to compete, it's basically saying, Mac, the job is yours right now, but it's yours to lose. You don't you don't have this job forever just because you had it once. No. And look, I mean, he's it's it's his job, but it's his job that he could eventually lose and get pushed on. And so good. I think that should be the approach. And that should push Mac. No, it, it should. It should. If he's if he has the caliber to be a starting quarterback I, for a winning program, then it should. I'm not telling you I know. I'm just telling you I wonder. Can Mac Jones handle that sort of competition? And I imagine if it's going to be a real competition. Didn't he have it all along at Alabama? Y- yeah, he never won. He never won until the end when he was like the yeah, older until the guy. End when he got it. Well, yeah. Well, he's the older guy now. He is the older guy now. I wonder if he's going to be able to hold on to that spot. He beat out Newton, too. I mean, yeah, no, but he was the underdog. There was no pre- There were no right, stakes. I'm saying there was the, no pressure. Right, but no, but the other I think there's always pressure then, when you're a first round pick. But I'm saying when you're the but when you're the hunted, he wasn't the hunted. Now he's now somebody's coming for his job. That's yeah, diff- but I, that's I, different than I, Cam Newton. I agree. I agree. That's different. I I do think that there were stakes though because there's always stakes with being that's a fair. first round. So to say, to say there's no stakes, fine. But but he was the hunt. The stakes are different. You have a target on you versus Absolutely. you know if if he didn't get the job, what what would people have said? Well. The red shirt year. He's a rookie. Cam was the guy. It'll blah, be blah, good blah. for him to sit for a yeah, little exactly. bit. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, so I guess when I say there's no stakes, that's what I mean. Like, there's pressure on him for sure. He's a first-round pick. But if he didn't get the job, what would have happened? Everybody said, what is that? Oh, it's Bill's plan. Like they always <laughs> say. So I wonder if he's ready to compete. And if he is, good. I'll be wrong about this. I hope he's willing to compete with Bailey Zappi. I hope he doesn't come in like last year and look all sideways at Bailey Zappi coming in and playing over him and replacing him. Bailey Zappi was every bit as good as Mac Jones was last year. He was. Now, can Mac Jones be better? Maybe. But he was every bit as good last season. And he shouldn't have looked at him sideways, and he shouldn't have been so worried about, oh, how I'm getting replaced and how the coaching staff looks like Bailey Zappi could be a replacement for me and looks at him as a replacement. Mac, you weren't playing well. And Bailey Zappi came in and won well, some games. Well, you were injured. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, the, the only instance when he was benched for not playing well was the Bears game. Yeah, I think he was. So it's not like he. he I think lost he was teetering on. I think he was teetering on on the Jets game, and he, he wasn't was, playing well. He was injured. I wouldn't have started him in the Bears game, and I I he think he got outplayed in the Bears game. Zappy outplayed him in the Bears game. Mac did nothing in the Bears game. Zappy did throw two touchdowns. Yeah, but while Zappy he was so good was, in the second half too. But but okay. people we, can we not talk about the Bears but people, game again? But people, but it's it's the most relevant game to talk about with the two of them because it's the only game they both played in. It's right. the it's and literally the most like relevant one to talk about. The most part, no. Zappy, Zappy threw two touchdowns, and then he looked. Then he, he turned up, into a pumpkin. He made up a ten point deficit. How many times mm-hmm. has Mac Jones done that? Uh, the Houston game. One game in two years. How many Zapp- times has Billy Zappy done that? One time in four games. Okay, I you're looking at a small sample size versus a big sample size, and I understand how that works in your argument's favor. I just think that Bailey Zappi is not the same caliber quarterback that Mac Jones. He is. came in and did it within a month of starting. I don't think Bailey Zappi, which could is have Mac done Jones, has done one time what in two Mac years. Jones did in his rookie year. I wonder, and I, I hope the Patriots wonder. I hope the Patriots look at it and really wonder, and Jeff Howe is at least keeping the door open. 617-779-7937, should that door be open?
And what do you make of the continued updates that Mac Jones, I don't want to say it was difficult to coach, because that's my interpretation of it. Why? That's conti- your interpretation Well, of but it. I'm just saying that that's not necessarily what the reporting is. My interpretation is he's difficult to coach. What do you make of those reports, though, that the coaching staff had to constantly change with Mac Jones and his feelings over the first couple of years? Again, 617-779-7937. We'll get to that right after trending. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color, starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. From Christian Arkin. Get Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Jones and Mego on WEEI. They have a lot of time. That's not true. That's not true. Because remember, I was on the Oklahoma City team with James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Russell Westbrook. And everybody kept saying when we went to the finals, boy, their future going to be bright. This team is going to be, you know, in it for the long haul. And what happened? At any given moment, a guy could ask or request a trade or be in trade rumors. And again, they're not trying to hear about what's going to happen and how bright the future is and they still got time. They're talking about now can you get it done? Because you know like I know, if... Kevin Durant was available, and he would have requested to get traded to the Celtics. We already know that that young duo would have got broken up ASAP. Don't come give me this about it's time. It's a lot of time, and they got time. We don't know that. Again, I applaud Perk. We played this earlier in the week. There should be pressure on the Celtics. There absolutely should be. They don't have a bunch of time. We need more hootie. We do need more hoodie. We need more hoodie on a Friday. We need a Friday hoodie playlist. Ryan, get on it ah. right now. Yeah, that might that Why really you punish me. That really might be the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's hard to get it's hard to get worse than that. 
We'll get to the Celtics. I have a, uh, a also, question. Also, Hootie only has like four songs. You know? <laughs> no, how dare you? Uh, that's be, rude. Be how? You know what? We can mix in some blues traveling. Honestly, how dare you? What was the What's second? What's wrong with that? Oh, no. It's no. All blues traveling. Dentist music. Oh, you were yelling at him about blues traveler? He yelled. I said, Yo, what's wrong with Blues Traveler? I'm sorry. You looked at me, but you were it's talking to him. It's Blues Traveler. It's Dispatch. It's all the same. I just Dispatch always assume is, it's the same band. Dispatch is different. They are No, Dispatch they're the same col- as Blues Traveler. Dispatch is college rock. Yeah, Dispatch it's I wouldn't have in the same group as Blues Traveler, but wait. Lawyers are, we are like, like, oh, oh this is really No, we, we like Dispatch. We like Dispatch. Yeah, we like Dispatch. I also like Dispatch. Yeah, okay, We like Dispatch. There's no Hoobastank, you guys. Can we I like talk? Can I? Hoobastank is not in the same crowd. Can we? As no, 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 no. Can we get in the trust tree real quick? Sure. Yeah. Let's get in the trust. And I, I promise we'll get to some of your Bailey Zappy Mac Jones phone calls here in a moment. Let's get in the trust tree real quick because people make fun of Hoobastank. <laughs> Who does? That? The reason is you. Who would ever do? <laughs> can I tell you the challenge? Mego played a Hoobastank song the other day. They know their audience because they've been playing. I think some it was like early to mid aughts. I think it was crawling in the dark, and I said, you know what? I'm not gonna hate on the what stank. Is crawling in the dark. I'm not like? gonna. I'm not gonna hate on the stank anymore. Is that I am, like? I am not gonna hate on the stank. I am. Uh, you know what? There are dozens of us who appreciate Huba Stank, and I. I am not gonna this hate on the stank anymore. Crawling You're in the dark is their heavy track. Yeah. Compared is that the to one the that's like crawling? No, 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 that's no. Lincoln that's Park. That that's is Lincoln, Lincoln Park. Park. Okay. What is? Can you play it? What does it sound like, Ryan? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember this one. Yep. This is Hoobastank? a good. This was this like a, a Scorpion King yeah, soundtrack. This, I think. Yeah. I this, this Stink was this in like one in. tree hill. This thing kicked in with like Johnny Bananas, like you know, crawling through mud, oh, and I was like, yeah. oh yeah, right. I like this. I'm not hey, gonna. Is I'm, this a, is the Stank our new show opener? This is, this is the Stank. I'm not gonna hate. Uh, I'm not gonna do it anymore. Honestly, I'm not gonna crank the Stank, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Is this cool? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, you can follow along on Twitch.tv. As long as we're in the trust tree, I told Arcan when we were talking about bad music, uh, my junior year, there was a girl sitting next to me in Spanish that I had a crush on, and uh, I go, what's your favorite band? And she goes, Hoobastank. And I go, mine too. And I had never, ever heard of Hoobastank before. And when I got home, I listened to it and went, oh, I made a terrible mistake. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully nobody overheard you trying to spit game with the stank. Oh, it didn't work. Whatever. She did not go out with me. This song kicked in, and I said, you know what? They got a bad rap. I'm back on Team Stank. <laughs> I've heard that about you. <laughs> yep. It's uh, it's a well-known thing. Uh, 617-779-7937. Letting all the stank out. <laughs> let's uh, let's, let's go. go to the phones and let the stank out. <laughs> no, let's do that. Let's go to, let's go to, Je- that's what the, I think that's what, uh, damn it, I blew the joke. Who are the, who are the, uh. Who were the who let the dogs out guys? What were the what oh, was the Baja name? men? Baja yes, men. the Baja men. Who the, let the stink? That's what the Baja men were originally singing about. Uh, John's in Connecticut. Go ahead, John. <laughs> well, that was quite a conversation to get into. I almost forgot my thought. How are you? Hello. Meh. So, if I just take a step back for a minute, obviously going back to the clown show when they brought Cam Newton in, and then they made their draft and Belichick telling everybody nobody works harder than Cam and all this stuff. I don't understand how Mac has taken such heat considering the position he was put in and that Belichick in getting paid 20 plus million dollars a year. If I own that franchise, I got to be looking at him going, it, it's got to be time for me to go younger. Yeah. So fine. So look, I, Bill's not, Bill's not out of a job. I traded him last off season. I would trade him again right now, but he's here. Okay. And this is kind of how I feel about Mac too. It's like, I'd move on from Mac, but Mac is also here. How does Mac get criticism? Because people like me, I acknowledge I hated the coaching setup last year. We talked about that a ton. But at a certain point, I had to say, okay, the coaching setup stinks. I don't like the coaching setup. 
Now I'm moving past that. I, I put that thought over here, and I have a new thought. And my new thought is, why can't the quarterback go along with this? Why, why, why are we making excuses and bending over backwards for the quarterback who didn't look great the year before when supposedly he had an offensive coordinator and an offense he liked? He didn't look good at the end of the year is what I meant mm-hmm. to say, Mego. He started the year fine against the Jets. You know, he hung 40 points on the Jets a couple of times. Great. He tanked at the end of that year. So to me, it wasn't just about Patricia and Judge. I had questions about Matt going into year two. Okay, He didn't look good at the end of his rookie year. Bill only trusted him to throw three times against Buffalo. And I don't care that it was a windstorm. Okay, you should. Because it was like a monsoon. Three throws is an indictment on your quarterback, is it not? Jimmy Garoppolo Garoppolo threw eight times in an NFC championship game. couldn't stop the run. Yeah, but but so what? So you, keep running it. Okay. Why would you I, fix I agree you should, that's not broke? You should run more than you throw, but you only throw three times. They didn't need to... They were in a... They didn't Jones. need to throw more in that game? They were in... Cre- no, they won. Okay, but they should have they thrown more than that. because uh, Stefan Diggs dropped a couple touchdowns. They would have won that by... That was ridiculous. They would game. have won by more if they threw more. They would have won that game by more if they threw more. If Mac didn't F it up... I almost cursed. They would. They would have. <laughs> they like would have won by more. They would have. Can I read something to you from the text line? <sighs> yes. What it says. Four hundred one says Jones. You're way too old to know who Johnny Bananas is. I'm in my <laughs> early thirties and I barely respect myself for knowing. Oh, bananas is. A, I mean, he's bananas, a legend. Man's a legend. He's a legend. Show Please. some respect now. I mean, uh, here in New England. Spoiler alert: second place finish with Nani this oh, year. Oh God. Yeah. I put that more on Nani. She can never finish. Yeah. Tori, uh, and, Tori and Devin finally broke through. Okay, so, yeah. so I mean, we're in New England, so this is really CT country for most of us. It is. That's true. But I don't know. know. Do we still claim CT? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Why? You have a problem with him? I remember CT back in my bartending days. Some stories went around about CT. Down oh, the, uh, I think this the, is for an after show. Broad Street, yeah. how, have you, how, 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 how have you kept this under your hat? Because I don't how watch long, the show and I don't care about how it. How long have we worked together? And I've talked about the challenge a bazillion times. You didn't mention any any CT? Uh, uh, CT was a hellraiser down in the, the financial district. Well, yeah. I mean, anybody I who watched MTV understands that. <laughs> yeah. But I was looking for specifics. Not necessarily for air. Uh, anyway, no. So we ha- it's separate thoughts. It's like, okay, the coaching stinks. But CT, like, could he be the coordinator? But at some point, <laughs> at some point, you got to go, could another quarterback have dealt with these conditions better? And the answer is obviously yes. There was another one on the roster who did. Bailey Zappi. Small sample size. Fine. But it's it happened. It's small sample size is completely fair to point out. But it's also fair to point out that another quarterback thrived under these circumstances. While the other one, we're making excuses, bending over backwards to make excuses for him. So this is why, ultimately, I question Mac. He wasn't good with Josh McDaniels at the end of his rookie year, and Zappi came in and looked better last year under the same circumstances. That's it. That's why. Against some of the worst defenses in the league. Fine. Mac played against plenty of bad defenses last year. Mm -hmm. Like, the defense he threw four picks against in Baltimore, that was a bad defense. I'm not arguing that Mac was good last year. And Green Bay was a good defense when they faced them. I don't know how much Green Bay fell off by, but Green Bay was very highly rated going into that game defensively. I just don't think that Bailey Zappi is an upgrade for long Well, he might not. He might not be. He might not be. But I think it's close. And if one's coachable and the other's not and it's close, then maybe you should look at it. Uh, Mike is in Middleborough. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for your time. Sure. Uh, Sappy is so much better than Mac Jones. Okay, so even, I, run the run. even I wouldn't go He's there, but I like, run, I like where your head's at. Let him talk. I like where your head's at. He, he, he can throw the deep ball. Mac Jones overthrows all his receivers by five, six yards. I would say he tends to underthrow them more often. Who's or that, Zappy? No. Mac. Jones. Yeah. Or... Th- just throw strangely out of bounds. Yeah. 
I, uh, I again, he's a little too aggressive on Zappy even for me. Now, Zappy did have more downfield throws, but some of them he got bit. Like the, the touchdown in the Bears game, for instance. I know everybody only remembers the second half of the Bears game, but the first half happened, then he threw two touchdowns. But the Myers touchdown was a deep throw, but it was a great adjustment by Jacoby Myers. Uh, is at least how I remember it. Like, like, didn't he like fall down going into yeah. the end zone because it was awesome such a bad catch, throw from yeah. Zappy? So, like, I don't know that Zappy's deep ball is something I would champion. Overthrows all his receivers by five, six yards. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And it's definitely Max' fault when uh, Nelson Aguilar has them has his passes bounce off. No, of his I know, palms. but but that does cut both ways because one of Max' big downfield touchdown throws was against Pittsburgh, where Aguilar dragged it off the head of a defender right. when Mac underthrew him by five yards or whatever it was. My yard. Well, I just said he underthrows him. He does. Yards. It's like his last words. <laughs> yeah, no, we actually should probably check that he's okay. Can we, we do a, a wellness check, please? Yeah, in call back. Call back with the proof of life at 617-779-7937. I have a Celtics question I want to get to here. Mark's in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Mark. Hey guys, can you hear me? Yeah, we yes. Mark. What's up, Mark? Awesome, cool. Hey, um, my big problem is what's with the loyalty in the NBA? You know, um, I've been listening to the radio a lot, and it seems like everybody's been talking about the European players. You know, they got more to play for. Let me let me ask you something. How do we feel about where this call is going? How do you feel about the direction of where this is going? I didn't. I thought that he was just going to talk about Perk. Well, I don't know. That's antennas up over here. That's what I thought. Antennas up, Arkan. The European players are what now? Let's. uh, (laughs) Oh no, I didn't even think about it that way. You're right. You're right. Let's not. Let's let's not do that. Well, let's let's hear what the man has to say. Mark, go ahead. All right. Cool. Thank you, guys. Thanks, thanks for putting me back on. But, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what person is talking about, man. I mean, um, obviously, you know, when that Oklahoma City team was together, they had three Hall of Famers. They couldn't play together. You know, whatever. They broke up, you know, yada, yada. But I think the only thing that would have saved Durant's career is if he came here back when Brady and Olenek went over to talk to him and, you know, Florida, whatever. Play. And he got sold on going here as the Hamptons. So, yeah. uh, go back, though. The Oklahoma City, those guys could play together. What's he talking about? Those guys couldn't play together. Okay, so this is kind of interesting to me because it relates back to some stuff that Sean Grandy talked about on Brian Barrett's Off the Pike pod. You want to hear that? Let's hear hear from Grandy uh, Off the Pike with Brian Barrett. This is just a wild off-the-wall thought. I literally had to. Crazy. But five, ten years from now, regardless of whether the Celtics win three championships, no chip, whatever, however this era turns out, you're going to realize that they should have had 2022. That they were better than Golden State, and yep. that yep. was about it was a learning experience. That that team from January through April, and then the the reason it was in my head is because you talked about Rob, and that the Rob injury is the moment at which they cease being this historically dominant team. They were a good team; they were the best team. They were the Saturday ended up being the second best team from that point on. But from mid January to the Rob injury at the end of March, the Celtics were playing as well as basically anybody ever has over a 30-game stretch, beating teams by 15 a game the rest of the year. So are the Celtics as dominant as they were last year? I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I am so tired of the narrative that the Celtics only beat Milwaukee because Chris Middleton was out. So I think what Perk is bringing up here is that Perk's experience when he, went, when he was traded to OKC, that's the team that is the worst possible scenario for the Celtics yep. team, is that you, you make it far and you have this young core, and you have all the opportunity in the world ahead of you, and it never comes together. And aside from Durant, I mean, those guys are ringless. So I, I don't know how you look at that and say that's not a good example. What is Perk talking about? Perk is talking about what he saw yeah. outside of the Celtics organization and that there's nothing 
here that is keeping that from happening here. It can happen anywhere. And I, I love that Perk said it, and I agree. The Celtics have pressure on them. And Grandy there says, hey, it's possible that you look back, whether you win or not, that you look back on 2022 and say, that was a really good team. That was, And they should have beat the Warriors. The Warriors outclassed them. They played the better series, absolutely. But that team was good. Yeah, I mean... I don't know that I necessarily agree that the Celtics were better I'm last year, that's but, what but, but that is what Grandy was saying. So, look, I, I love what Perk said. Putting pressure on the Celtics, you have pressure to keep Jalen Brown here. You better win soon, or I think Jalen Brown's wandering eye may become a bigger threat to the Celtics. But Grandy's criticizing the way they're playing right now. As much as you can as a team broadcaster, he's criticizing the way they're playing now compared to last year. And this brings me back to a question we asked earlier, and you guys can jump in on, and I'd like to hear your answer. It's 617 779 why aren't the Celtics having the type of year the Bruins are having? And that does not mean, just for the record, why aren't they winning 74 games and passing the Golden State Warriors? I don't think okay, the Celtics so what are. what does it mean? It means, why can't they have a year where they're running away from the rest of the league? It doesn't need to be historically great. Why aren't the Celtics the team running away from the rest of the NBA? They're not even running away from the Bucks. Now, they've been in first place for much of the year. I give them credit for that. But right now, you're behind Milwaukee. Man, you've never been running away from the league all year long. It looked like the first couple weeks of the year, you would. It looked like this was KG, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, 2008, all over again. 66 wins. This team might not win 60. And I just I just am surprised at that. I'm surprised that, and I think everybody would have been shocked if we said in October, you know, before these years got going, or, or September, or whatever, way back before the season got going for both the Bruins and Celtics, if I told you, one team is going to have a historically great year or at least run away from their league. Again, put the historic part to the side. They're going to run away from the rest of the league. They're going to run circles around the rest of the league. Nobody in the league can touch this team, and it's a team in Boston. Everyone, everyone would have guessed the Celtics. So why aren't they? Why aren't the Celtics that team? They're still really good. They're still the favorite to win the championship in my mind. But... I do feel like their regular season is starting to drag along a little bit, and I am getting concerned about how they're playing. I am. Not concerned they won't miss, make the playoffs or something like that, but concerned that they may not be what I thought they were. They're not having the regular season I thought they'd have. They're not having the regular season, so they're underwhelming you right now. Yeah, I mean, okay. yes, the way they've been so, playing, yes, since their 21-5 and five start, their 18-4 and four I'm not, start. I'm yes. not as married to what they do in the regular season versus get into the playoffs and do some real work then, which is why I don't really care about if Jason Tatum is, you know, hitting 40 points in a game that even if it's close towards the end against the Knicks, like I, I uh, who was it the other night? Cleveland. It was Cleveland. Uh, night, yeah. So, yeah, the Knicks was his horrible game. But regardless, I don't think that this is a historically great basketball team with the Celtics. But they, like, were, I, I but they think, were playing that way last year, and then they added Brogdon. So, like, I expected them to be even better than what they were last year. Like, yeah. to Grandy's point, they were playing as well as anybody in the history of the sport down the stretch last year going into the finals. I don't think that they are uh, completely above and beyond the competition in the NBA the way that the Bruins look to be so far this year. And maybe well, no, that they're will not, change. But they probably should be. I don't know if they should be. I, I Look, the, the talent in the NBA is deep and spread out. Like, but, I, I don't... I, what? You're, and, well, we're just, sitting here arguing the top to the top duos throughout the league, and you keep putting no, I know. every week you put a different duo above Jalen and Jason. So how is that different? But I don't put any teams above the Celtics. Because you like their depth. Well, yes, and also every time we bring up who's a threat to the Celtics, it's like only Milwaukee. 
Well, maybe, unless you talk to Arkan, who's married to Philadelphia. That's true. Maybe Phoenix. It's like we They'll only have come, their day. We only <laughs> come up with one or two other teams. Like I think the difference to me here is you're talking about the Bruins being a hockey team that is historically great, that comes around once in a decade or something around along those lines. Whereas with this Celtics team, they're the best of the time right now. And I'm not going to sit here and say, well, the Celtics core, the Celtics roster is still younger than the Bruins roster. So maybe it's just a difference of perspective or whatever, because I think that the age that they are should maybe play in their favor in the regular season. But ultimately, the goal of this Celtics team is to get back to the finals and win. I agree with that. And we're going to find out the real answer in the postseason. If the Celtics win a championship and the Bruins crap their pants in round one. Then the Celtics are better. Then the regular season doesn't matter. I'm just saying this occurred to me. With all the with all the love for the Bruins in the regular season they're having. But why does it matter to you? Is it because you think that the Celtics aren't putting they, forth the effort yeah, that they could well, in comparison to the Bruins? They look more. Because I just think the Bruins are a better team than the rest of the hockey teams. They look more vulnerable than I thought. Yeah, they, the look, Celtics, more, they look more fallible. The Celtics look more fallible than I thought, which means they... They are more beatable than I thought in the postseason. When post you season. lose to the Orlando Magic twice. Yes, exactly. And the Heat three twice. Times. Oh, three times. And you lose to Oklahoma City. You are fallible. Yeah. Absolutely. There's also the Bruins coming into the season had no hype at all. No one was really afraid of them. They didn't have a big target on their back. The Celtics have all season long been kind of a team that people yeah. have geared up for and been ready for. The Bruins kind of took everybody by surprise. So how are the Celtics dealing with that target? Well, I'm saying, I mean, they're among the top three teams in the NBA, so they're doing fine. I yeah, think. they're doing fine. Yeah. I'm not telling you they're they're choking and having an awful year. It's just not the regular season. I think we can all admit it's not the regular season any of us expected. I, I thought they'd be making a run at like what the Celtics won with KG and Pierce. And the Bruins are running laps around them. They did not have a spotlight on them. Fair. Even when the Bruins got off to that hot start, in the dark. you didn't have people saying, wow, the Bruins are unbelievable this year until recently night. No, it's true. <laughs> you that know, is, like now they're, now they're the best team. That right? is true. So how yeah. come the Bruins are having a regular season like we thought the Celtics would be having and the Celtics aren't? And is that a fair criticism by me? 617-779-7937. We'll get to that. And Megan Adelini has Meg explaining next. Jones and Mego return after this on WEEI. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R dot com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela. The mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 
Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg-splaining. Meg-splaining. So, we haven't talked about this on our show today, but it was something that we were talking about off-air and this morning uh, among us on the show, which was the Tristan Cassis story. The oh, Twitter yes. updates. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, this was from Mass Live. I believe was it Chris Smith who wrote it? Oh, just... it wasn't Codillo. Codillo. It, it was not. Okay. It was not. No, it was Chris Smith. So uh, we've talked before about uh, Tristan Cassis. Weirdo. And yep. He's kind of a strange guy. Yep. And he was very active on Twitter with random thoughts that he has, which I can't really fault him because. I do a bit of that, and that's kind of this whole segment. And I'm just priming you. We're going to get back to sports, I promise. This is tangentially sports-related, but not really. Yeah, this is, this is a very this is broad meg-splaining. It's very strange. There's one tweet, because I was reading through. Chris Smith went up to him and read him these different tweets that Tristan Cassis had tweeted out and asked him to explain them. Nice. And so one of them was from January 9th, 2023, so just about two months ago. Uh, Cassis tweeted, nothing better than a good piece of watermelon. Also, nothing worse than a bad piece of watermelon. And he basically was just talking about good watermelon versus bad watermelon. Okay. Oh, he was? <laughs> I mean, in the explanation, it was uh, that one doesn't seem to need yeah, more of did, an explanation. That right? one didn't jump out. Yeah, I agree. That's not but his he most, was just like, that's yeah, not his strangest well, tweet. No, he was saying, I tweeted that out while I was eating watermelon. Right. And that's what I thought of it. Yeah. Some pieces of the watermelon are better than other pieces no, he's of a, the watermelon. He's a deep thinker. I think that's clear. Yeah. <laughs> well, just wait here. for where I'm going to go. Okay. This is so wrong. I'm going to keep this in the fruit family. There is nothing worse than a literal bad apple. Oh, this is why I asked you guys before the show. Do you like apples? You did. I thought you were. I thought you were like quoting Goodwill Hunting or I something like that. that yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, what am I about to walk into? This that is was... something that I think about at least once a week when I go grocery shopping because oh I love apples. Like, I, apples are a regular piece of my diet, okay. and I spend a lot of time in the grocery store trying wow. to test out what apple is best. <laughs> like, I would never. Yeah, you like this? Do what visual? you, do what you did visual? again there for the Twitch chat. This visual of the apples. Could. Squeezing yeah, yeah. apples. Yeah, do that. Out of 22 is the time for apples. Do that. Do that for the Twitch chat. And that'll just, that might. Uh, I would never, ever buy. <laughs> those those poor people, throw them a bone. But a when it, pre-bag, like pre-bagged apples. You know, you go into the produce oh, yeah, section not and there's the loose apples. Yep. And then there's their organic ones mm-hmm. and the non-organic. And then they have the pre-bagged ones. Never going for that. I'm picking my own apples and I like closely examine each one. Picking at so, the grocery store, yeah. not going to an orchard. No, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to get that cute. Okay. So then when I go home and I take out the apple and I'm sitting there like, mm, I'm going to have a healthy snack for me that's going to be filling and mm-hmm. good and healthy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you take that bite. And it's that mealy, soft yep. apple. It's a bad feeling. Oh, I agree. It's disgusting. Yep. And there's no recovering from it. Like the apple is going straight in the garbage. There's nothing. Oh, you can I know. Do. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not just like, ooh, maybe this is just a bad area of the apple. So, the whole apple tastes like crap. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have a specific apple that you like. Granny I'm Smith. A, okay. Granny Smith, I think, in this realm, love, love, is, love a green apple. Granny is Smith, hundred yeah. percent, is the safest choice. Inter- like, intern I, Brian just gave me a very enthusiastic. It feels like Granny, pump. but wouldn't you agree, Granny Smith, like it's a firmer apple. Oh, it's a firm. It's firm. Yeah. What do you think is tis the, firm as stone? Yes. yes. What do you think is the worst? Oh, ready on the count of three. Yep. One, two, three. Yellow red delicious. delicious. Ooh. Oh my god. I don't like red delicious we either. Enough. Red Fight delicious now. is like. 
Yeah, the yellow ones are gross. Red Delicious has like a 90% chance of being mush mush. That's why I like them. That's Wait, disgusting. Got, are those the mushy ones? The red, I thought those, those were. Those get mushy so quick. Oh, they get mushy quick. I see. So well, I'm so a honey crisp girl. Oh, I like a I like a gala. I like too. a, I like a honey, honey crisp. crisp a, I like a Fuji. Yeah. Oh, you get oh, exotic fu- with Fuji. the Fuji. A Fuji's nice. A yes, Fuji yes, yes. is nice. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you one more thing about apples. <laughs> Do I, you, I feel free to ask whatever. Bring, I'm, an, I'm bring, an open apple book. When you bring home your apples, uh-huh. where do you store them? Uh, usually out, but I would prefer them in the fridge. But okay. we, but but our fridge, our fridge can be a little tight in the uh, the veggie uh, fruit area. So in sometimes, my apple oh, sometimes we have so, like a hanging. You're so healthy. Yep, correct. Yes, we buy we buy a lot of fruits and veggies in the Jones household, and yes, we have a fruit basket that hangs, and usually the apples wind up there. I'd prefer them in the fridge, though, if I'm being so. Honest. I like my apples in the fridge, yeah. but I realize a lot of people put their apples out for display. Do you know what the disparity between is that why we do it? Because it looks nice. Wait a minute. You put maybe a that's not why I apples? do it. Maybe that is why cat. Maybe I that do is... it because I don't want them in the refrigerator. You, you have them in a big bowl. We got don't the you? Ha- no. We have the hanging basket. I just said we have what? the we have the hang like from the ceiling. We have like the hanging fruit basket and the, the apple. You getting ladders out if you want. Fruit? Yeah, I'm gonna have to talk to Cat about this. Going the on hanging basket house. of fruit is not a good look. Maybe she's oh, don't, yeah. I'm gonna that, tell her. Honestly, I bet she's listening, and those are fighting words. She's. I'm gonna she, have to wow. talk to her about what else is in wow. this basket. Wow, you thought you guys you were don't friends. want a hanging fruit basket to be the centerpiece of your room. Do you have yeah. oranges in there too? Nope. I don't. I don't like an orange. I'm, I'm gonna not, be honest. I like a clementine. Yeah, I'll like mess with a clementine, yep. but yeah, an yeah, orange yeah. it's too big and it's too dry. So how many apples are you buying when you go to the grocery store? So I usually do like six. Oh, that's a lot. That's I a like lot. Apples, Arkan. You've been noticeably silent over there. What are you anti-apple? I don't like apples. I don't like any kinds of apples. I think they all taste like wet paper mache. What? I'm not a fan of apples. I just don't like They're them. They're so delicious. Even when I was They're a kid, so I didn't sweet. like them. What? what? Yeah, Arkan runs around here huffing like chocolate though before the show. So like I like I don't, I'm not taking your word for this. <sighs> Arkan's eating like Cadbury eggs before the show. I'm okay, not, I, I brought try. I brought him those. Arcan, I like what, what I, I like. You? What do you want from me? Arkan, what did I bring you? Uh, the little mini eggs. Yeah, I said I think it was like a twelve pack. Yeah. He was talking about the Cadbury yeah, egg is I, too I, large. The two, the two of it you, makes you feel bad. So yeah. I got him like a little package of the. They're not the mini mini eggs, which are an entirely different candy than the true Cadbury Those egg. Are good. Those are like crack. Yeah. It's an in between. <laughs> so it's like a true egg that has the cream filling, uh-huh. but it's half the size of a normal egg. Okay. And uh, the cavity you get from it's half the size. I'll have too, to. Is, I'll have to dude, try that. My mouth is riddled right now. I'll have to try that someday. <laughs> my mouth is bad. But six apples—that's a lot of apples. I'd say we buy between two and three for the week, and a lot, a lot of the time, it's me and Lucas splitting an apple. So a lot of times, it's all cut him up like slices, and then I'll eat the other half. That's to buy. I, I don't l- cut. I like do you it. do you always cut the apple, or do you bite right into it? Well, for me, I'm an adult. For the four year old, I cut it up. But okay. yeah, but but for because me, I eat it. Yeah. I had a friend in high school who ate through the whole apple, including the core, ate everything but the stem. Is your friend a goat? I, Isn't that disgusting? I, that's not normal. You're I, not supposed to he eat. He said that's how you're supposed to eat that's it. That's not I how you're supposed I've never met anyone else who ate it that Raised in the way. Amish I, country? That's not normal. I also knew a kid who would eat the core. But I that's think he, disgusting. But I don't think he did it for enjoyment. I think Mr. he just Ed. did it. I think he did it for, like, you know. So everybody Attention? Be, yes. He was like, this is my yes. thing. I'm core guy? Yeah, he was the apple-eating version of me on the radio. No, he yes. Yes, he was. That's what he was doing. He was doing things for a reaction. That's exactly what it was. Yes. Now, you got to get one of those, uh, uh, the little uh, tools that punches the core right out of it. Then you got uh, Ooh, just, that's fancy. I got one fancy. of those at my house. We have like one. the gourmet chef right We have one. Never nice. never used it. One oh, of those apple, the change apple core. Change your thing. life, Jones. I'm telling you. I like to eat right up to it. I'll, I'll, I'll middle. Yeah, I like that. I, I like to. It's, I'm I always like to eat a little dangerous. I, exactly. I like you to eat dangerous. You know, those apple seeds. And sometimes you take a bite and you're like, you know, you can see in where the seeds are and you're like, ooh, that was a close one. I, I, like, I, I like get to, nervous though. I like to get nervous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get nervous I'm going to chip a tooth. Gives me a thrill. Because my teeth That's, are so weak from all late, the soda I It's too late for me. I have no qualms about that. I'll nibble right in there. I don't care.
Uh, one more thing. So I grew up storing apples. Like in our house, we had apples in the fridge. We would never leave apples out. There was another item that we put in the fridge, and I've never met anyone else who did this. Back in the old Ottolini homestead. Yeah. Did you ever? Back, back while we were jamming. Was there, was there ever something that you kept in your fridge that was not food? Like um, baking soda. No, yep. no, no, not that. I don't, th- I mean, I don't think so. Something that, like, you need around the house. Oh, uh, flu shots. I don't think so. No, not oh, yeah, flu medi- shots. Medicine. We kept flu shots in the refrigerator in my house growing not, up. Not flu shots, but we do keep medicine in there. What? Batteries. Uh, Did you ever keep batteries in the fridge? No, but I do feel like I've my heard of My dad insisted that I feel like it I've heard it. of that. I've never met anyone else who does that. Hmm. It, it, he insists that it makes the battery last longer. It probably does. Mm. No, I don't think it does. Did you Google it? I don't. No, I don't have to. Hey, Google it during the I'm, break. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to trust science and know that that doesn't work. Lasting longer, overrated. That's what I've always said. I, I, I yeah, it's a, it's a race, and who cares? Cold what? environments may help maintain battery life, but refrigerators and freezers are not safe to put batteries. Oh, in. Hey. The moist the environment edge. causes condensation on the batteries. Ooh, scary. Leads to rust and other damage. Bad. Yeah, well, there you oh, go. Okay, if I never used a rusty battery. <laughs> Where bad, would I be? Bad dad Adelini there. This might have been the weirdest explaining <laughs> I, I think we've ever done. We hit nine topics in about eight minutes. Well, it's mostly about apples. It is. It is mostly about apples. And okay. how an awful apple can wreck your day. There you go. Oh, it's Friday. It. I really thought when you brought up the apples and, and we were pivoting, I thought, didn't didn't Pasternak say he likes like apple ice cream or something oh, like that? Yeah. Which That's I didn't a think was thing. that weird. I've it's, never even heard of that ice cream. It's probably like apple it's cinnamon really, flavor. It's definitely Ooh, weird. Oh, you put apple with some cinnamon on it? Mm. <laughs> going to have that for a snack later. All right. Uh, you can weigh in on this Meg-splaining, <laughs> as you can each and every day. 617-779-7937. We'll get back to the Bruins. They didn't do anything today, but we'll cut them some slack. They've been busy uh, with all your phone calls next. The Red Sox Station. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, 
empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.